Hello. I just want to say hello to the five fish fangirls. No, no, that's wrong. I want to say to the hello to the five ish fangirls. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes, that's correct. Anyway, hello, 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 hello. That's five hellos to the five fish ish fangirls. Bye. All the way to episode 438 of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. Does this look inanimate to you, Punk? If I can move and I can talk, who's to say I can't do anything I want? Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you joined us. Let's start off like Derek with the virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Holly from Wisconsin. Oops, sorry. <laughs> This is Christy from Salt Lake City. <laughs> is it a full moon outside? What? Uh, yes, pretty actually, much. Yes, it is. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we'll blame it on the uh, the unexpected solar eclipse. Uh, yes. Eclipse of the sun. Sun. <laughs> yes. But we actually did have an eclipse here. Yes, we did. It wasn't a total mm. eclipse, but it was. Yeah. It was an eclipse. Yep. It yes. was an eclipse. Yep. Uh, and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana, wishing I was somewhere that was green <laughs> and warm. I finally had to turn on my heat. Oh, yes. When the high is in the forties, you just can't. <laughs> yeah. I I'm really hoping. I mean, I know it's not going to be balmy, but I'm really hoping it's warm enough tomorrow for trick or treating. Just come on, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on, old man weather. Yep. But anyway, so yes, as we're recording this, it is the day before Halloween. Yeah. So we shall wish all of our listeners a happy and safe one, whatever you end up doing. And, yes. Uh, and may you have more tricks or more treats and tricks. <laughs> yes. But, uh, so we, we have we have a fun one for you today, but we shall yes. let's we'll get, get to that. that after the news from across the pond, finally. So yeah. we finally have air dates multiple for those David Tennant sixtieth anniversary specials. So when Doctor Who drops on uh, uh, for those across the pond on uh, I was player, mm -hmm. BBC iPlayer, something like that. Um, and then the rest of uh, the uh, at least in the U.S. Uh, on Disney Plus, Doctor Who drops. Uh, among other things, uh, we will get. Three Saturdays in a row of David Tennant's. So, mm -hmm. starting off on the 25th of November with the Star Beast. And then on the uh, 2nd of December is Wild Blue Yonder. And then on the 9th of December is The Giggle. Mm -hmm. So, that's exciting. 
hiding. So yes. still no word yet if and what we might get on actual Doctor Who Day. Right. So Nick and I were postulating about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the fact that November 23rd happens to be American Thanksgiving and since the American market is a l- generous percentage mm-hmm. of their viewing audience viewing audience yeah. whether we're actually going to get anything new on the 23rd right uh, is still tbd so that what they're what yeah. they're dropping on november 1st on the bbc mm-hmm. player i would love for them to drop on the 23rd yes <laughs> to watch and then Everybody that's in the Europe location can pre-order the Blu-ray stuff for the specials already. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm messaging over here. Um, are we going to be getting this in the states too? Usually, yeah. Like, what are we chop pre-order, liver? Pre-order for us right now. And then somebody's <laughs> like, "Well, yeah, you guys should." I'm just like, "Um, well, because now we're partnered with Disney, I don't know." Because we know how um, Disney has been with releasing stuff on physical from their stuff that is only streaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's well, like, hopefully with this agreement that BBC's like, hey, you release a couple weeks after we do. Please yeah. and thank you. Yeah, and you know, you know, memo memo to Disney. I mean, if you you really want to put out some goodwill that you desperately need, and not piss off a um, loyal fan base. Yeah, that too. And you know, you're you're kind of kind of need a little bit of extra spending cash. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you could uh could uh throw us a bone here. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, saying. Pony, yeah. pony up, because do you know how many people might actually subscribe? And do you know how many people are going to be buying said sets if you do so? Mm-hmm. So, you know. Like, I oh, get oh. it. It's a British institution. Just but, saying. Yeah. yeah. I know. Like, but... d- 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 those of us alive now that are mm-hmm. consuming your product, you know, we had nothing to do with that that the you know dropping the tea in the harbor, you know. Right, yes. Yeah. Let's 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 go leave the past in the past. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I mean well, let, you know, and, and you know, we 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 we've gotten we're friends now. I mean yeah. more yeah. more recently. Recent history, but uh, yeah. And it's just like I, 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 mean, I would be I would be shocked if we didn't if it was right. Available. I mean yeah. if, Every single year when the specials came out, I would pre-order for these to have the digital copy to, hey, here, thank you, I appreciate. Make mm-hmm. more. I buy physical. Here. Appreciation. Make more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, see, see, this is this is my thing that I just do not get, is there all this talk about these streaming services, and I'm not, ta- you know, I'm talking about all of them. Who are like, oh, oh gosh, we need to up the prices. We need to slap ads on everything. We need to do this. We need to do that. It's like, guys, home media is still a thing. It is. Yes. You will still buy it if you make it available. Yes. And you know, you know what cuts into piracy issues? 
Availability. 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 Yes. And, and it's just streaming, like, but you guys are notorious for taking certain off. things off, making them making them not available. Well, okay, uh -huh. if you're, you know, if you're gonna have something streaming, and then you say, oh, well, we're taking it off. But good news, you can now buy it in our shop on Blu-ray. Right. Exactly. Or us having and to revert to some not so kosher means to purchase said physical copies. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and then you don't have to piss off your customers by by slapping a gazillion ads that don't even have anything to do with what you're watching. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna tangent for just a moment. because uh, Alex, we were watching Roku TV. Um we were watching Penguins of Madagascar and he loves that movie. It was on and that and Roku's one that is ad supported because it's free. Mm -hmm. But then during yep. the ad, it's some R-rated thing on stars that is promoting. Oh, on wait, like, whoa, no, not for kids. Jeepers. I'm like, I'm like, okay, you guys complain. People complained about ads in the 80s and 90s on Saturday morning cartoons targeting children. Right. And, you know, being at least they were kid friendly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like they, 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 they were. They were shilling for the toy companies. That's fine, but that that's no. fine. Uh -uh. I want if my kid wants whatever GI Joe, He Man, Ninja Turtle figure. Great, I'll buy it for him for Christmas or birthday or whatever. I don't care. It's something he likes, but not right. this R-rated shoot 'em up gangster flick on. Ugh. So yeah, so ads. I'm I'm. Anyway, my whole thing is like, we want physical media. Stop slapping ads on all your things. Like, and people will buy the physical uh -huh. copy, mm -hmm. and that's a good way to get money. I don't know why uh -huh. this is such an issue now, but it is. And and by sarcastic, what a concept! Physical, seriously, more money. Like, and guys, yep. uh, what if something happens where your streaming service happens to go down for a little bit? Somebody, somebody buys you out, or right. mm -hmm. you, know, the, you take. I mean, how much? Like, how many streamers have taken content off that you just? How many different services has out? Doctor Who been on? Um, that too. Hmm. One, three. Uh, wait a minute. Four. Four. At least. At least, like yes, mm -hmm. streaming is streaming is convenient, and I do use it a lot. I do but too. At the same time, it's not permanent. It's very mm -hmm. ephemeral, and I would very much like to own, you know, own my favorite things where I can watch them anytime, and they won't get mm -hmm. deleted or changed or, right. you know, whatever. Or you're else. missing things that you can only get on the DVDs with. It's it. Yeah. Interesting, we're bringing this up because we're gonna have an interesting, sorry, I, I, sorry, well, an interesting I, point I to talk about when it comes to uh, DVD this releases when we get to the main topic. Uh -huh. Yes, yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm like, you know, for years, home media has been a staple of of distribution in entertainment, mm -hmm. and now they're just ditching it because, like, ooh, streaming, we can milk our customers. But guess what? Every time you raise the prices. You lose subscribers. Uh -huh. So, what was the point? Yep. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh -huh. This has been a soapbox of mine for a little while, especially <laughs> uh -huh. because we've had to we've had to cancel a few things because 
because mm-hmm. uh, finances are strapped. But I still have two mm-hmm. little kids who there are things they love to watch. Right. And, you know, I'll give them credit. They, you know, they made they made Bluey available on DVD. And it's right. on YouTube. And my daughter loves that. Uh-huh. And, and- What's the little thing if something happens with a solar flare or something and the internet goes wonky for <laughs> Lord knows how long? Oh my gosh, how many times does the internet go entertained? Well, yes, exactly. I, I think if I think if something like a solar flare happens, I don't think we're going to have electricity. Well, so, well, I, I, you know what I, I'm getting I mean, at? Okay, EMP. A, gopher, a gopher chews the cable for right, the internet yes. yeah. connection. <laughs> That's happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, I got I. We've been, no. we've been, we've been on this, we've been on yeah. this, this pair, Jared and I have just been like, like, what the hell? Like, come on, yeah. guys. Yep. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, as long as I possibly can, I am going to, we, we just bought like a little cheap $50 Blu-ray player for our, mm-hmm. our, our upstairs bedroom. So I'm like, no, I'm not taking the chance that I can't, there's stuff I won't be able to watch. Mm-hmm. And and it, and it plays it plays regular DVDs just fine. Mm-hmm. Even up yes, it them. does. It it absolutely does, and it's not anything flashy or fancy, but it doesn't need to be. Nope. And I quite like, and I don't have to worry about. Oh, you know, my kid is going to get marketed something that is wholly inappropriate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It's. It's just like this is this is one of my soapbox that I will. This is a hill I will die on. Physical, mm-hmm. it's needed. It, it it absolutely is, and I I'm I'm very upset that that the model seems to be oh we're just not going to have it at all. Like okay yeah have your streaming have have you know all your digital stuff that's fine just please let let physical media stick around. And it's mm-hmm. like, who, who in the heck is your business advisor telling you that this is a good thing? Right. That's my question. <laughs> we may, we may well, have to ask us. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just, but, but, there's I some mean, decisions what, what that I'm like. We're, we're just the consumers who have the pocketbooks that might, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we would, yeah, physical content, yeah. Here, give, shut up, take my money. But you know, piss us off enough, and we'll just like, well, I'm gonna take this money and go find somebody who actually appreciates it. So, mm-hmm. bye, Felicia. Yep. Uh huh. Which I have done mm-hmm. several times in yep. recent memory. Yep. Anyway, sorry that was no that whole it, that it, whole spiel just. It's a change that needs it's, to it's, be made known. It's a, it's an ongoing discussion, although I yeah. think it's it's come uh, gotten a, a bit more of a swell back up because what mm-hmm. it's in the last like week or two that Best Buy said they're going to stop selling physical media in their stores. Yeah. So, yep. Well, I, and I've no, been I've been banging that, the drum. I'm not going yeah. to stop there anymore. <laughs> I yeah, never, oh I, I haven't bought physical media from Best Buy in ages. They're too expensive. Well, that too. That but I mean, too. I used that to, too. I mean, I used to be part of their loyalty program. And yeah, I mean, when they what, got a lot yeah. of this, I spent quite a bit and the reward yeah. was worth it. But now it's just like, Ugh. yeah. Ever like, since not what I can ever... go, not what I can buy the same, same stuff at like Target. 
cheaper. Right. Cheaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever since so, that you know when Disney Plus launched and they had Splash on there and they censored Daryl Hannah's butt with that Ouch. really awful looking ass toupee. <laughs> I'm like, why did you do that? I mean, I, I like Splash. It's a good movie. It's a fun movie. And I'm like, you know, if I own my own Blu-ray DVD, nobody can change that. Nobody can get in there right. and tweak it and make and make a mess of it or or it, you know, you can't you can't fix it. I don't want mm-hmm. you to fix it. Or whatever Greedo's stupid line was. Oh, that too. And the remodified so, special. Yeah. I mean, it's like I, I don't, I don't want to depend on. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you happen yeah, to own one of the, you know, one of those uh, versions, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like the director's cut versus another cut versus like, yeah. You know. And then if you're a completionist, you're a completionist, and you're like, I have to have all five different cuts of Blade Runner, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and but then, but then you have them, and they're yours. Yeah. And, they can't. They can't take them away from you. At least mm-hmm. that is. The, they the can't hope, tinker. But, <laughs> yeah, you can't mess with it, and you can't say, "Well, we the studios think that this is a better version," and they're just kind of like, "But I like that other version." So, get out. Cue us with mm-hmm. the Nick Fury line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you know, Clint Eastwood in that one movie, "Get Off My Lawn." Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yes, <laughs> that too. <laughs> So, yeah, so physical media, I'm just telling people, and I know it, it gets expensive, but we are, like, Jared and I are just kind of on this thing, like, if there's something we really, really like, movie or a, or even a book, we, we, we don't just depend on the digital stuff. We mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. make an effort to, to buy said thing. Right. Or if so, it's. If it's too expensive for me, I will put it in my wish list. I'll put it in my Amazon cart and save it for later. And then I check, okay, price drop. Okay, maybe. Or wait until the Black Friday deals. I'm like, ooh, yeah, perfect. Click, 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 click. That too. That too. (laughs) Done and dusted. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, and even even the library, but sometimes we have to get rid of stuff because it's old or not checking out or we just don't have room for it although that is what interlibrary loan is for as well so but yeah don't depend on outside sources Mm -hmm. depend on yourself that's what i'm saying anyway so that tangent (laughs) back to the doctor who at hand sorry yes Yes. sorry When, when when i when i can't buy something i want i get very salty yeah we all do yeah yeah well, and especially, especially when they tell it, you know, like with the 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 BBC is all like, "Look at this great stuff we're getting." Oh, it's going to be on BBC iPlayer. And I'm like, yeah, like the uh, the the upcoming uh, other special stuff that's going to be available on BBC iPlayer the day after tomorrow. So we're recording this, um, which is going to be pretty much all of who <laughs> uh, pretty much and then um the uh, a, a series called tales of the tardis and they're calling the whole thing the hooniverse mm-hmm. 
This is going to be Tales of the TARDIS, which is going to be a six-part series that brings back classic Doctor and Companion duos. And uh, it says, as they board a very special TARDIS on a nostalgic voyage through space and time. So it's reprising their roles as the Doctor and Companions to go on a timey-wimey spin down memory lane. I would like the record to I would like the record to show that fans have been calling it the Hooniverse for years. So yes, BBC, mm-hmm. you owe us all a nickel. Yep. Yep. But this is gonna we're gonna have uh Vicky and Steven, Jamie mm-hmm. and Zoe, Joe all, and all the Yeah. The fifth doctor and Tegan, the sixth doctor and Perry, seventh doctor and Ace. Oh, yeah. Grabby hands. Yeah. Grabby yes. hands. Yeah, you yeah. see you see why we're all kind of like oh, come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where's my Gimme, 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 gimme. Yeah. Where's my actual TARDIS so I can hop over there tomorrow, watch mm-hmm. it come back. Mm-hmm. Or I guess if I mean, it's like is, is 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 BBC iPlayer? Is that one of those ones that you can uh, convince it that you actually live in the UK with a VPN? I probably, think, but I think <laughs> they've done some more jiggery pokery to uh, stop that from happening. Ugh, I was halfway fun. tempted to try to do that too, but I was like, mm. but then I do. I'm going to. I mean, you could try it. It wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt anything. It's hurt. not like it's going to blow up. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna know. try it. Um, a little bit later on that November 1st, I'm mm-hmm. going to try going to BritBox because it's the older doctors and the older doctor content, including mm-hmm. um, the five-ish doctors reboot is mm-hmm. on BritBox with the older stuff. So ah. I'm going to check to see if they are going to cooperate and play nice and do that or wait until Disney puts their stuff up and see because, oh, yeah, I've, I've been kind of vocal on the Facebook with the international, you know, the main doctor who announced it and some of the other groups. It's like, yeah, uh, American here, big fan. What about us over? <laughs> we want to see this, too. Hint, hint, hint. Mm-hmm. I know, especially because the, the 50th, I mean, they, to, they bit over backwards to make sure to make sure international yeah. viewers had... Not- they made it so that literally almost everyone across the globe could watch it all at the same time exactly now it was helped that uh it was the weekend before our thanksgiving holiday so that's just yeah it it helped that that it landed on a saturday yeah that that was (laughs) that was the calendar's fault that was but then uk yeah thanksgiving america some people don't want to watch football. Captive audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, as long as the Lions win. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> true. Sorry. I, I know we're nope. I know the Lions are playing the Packers that day, but uh I, I, I got I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait uh, sorry, sports ball way the pack's looking at it might be uh Gurger. I, I do feel bad because I like Jordan Love a lot. Like, oh, mm-hmm. on, guys. Yeah, we aren't gonna go there. Throwing, the Inter Milan game was the highlight of my Sunday. Let's just put it there. Yeah. 
Nick had a very good birthday yesterday. Yes, he did. Uh, yes, he did. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. Anyway, but yeah, some of us watch both. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But, but yep. yes, yes, we'll watch. Mm-hmm. But you put David Tennant back in Doctor Who, and hi, hello. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. it, yeah. Do you know how many people in the U.S. kind of consider David Tennant their doctor? <laughs> All of them. Just saying. Most of them. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. I. I will. Okay. It's p- between him and Tom Baker. I will. I will concede mm-hmm. that point. But still. I, I'm just trying to c- convince in case of somebody who has Z or the BBC is listening. I'm trying to prove mm-hmm. a PowerPoint presentation, kind of yes. like Will, the Will Smith Facebook meme. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I'm, I'm just kind of like, even if nobody's listening, we'll just put it out there in the universe, and the universe can, can, can relay the message. Like, come yes. on, man, <laughs> come on, come on, yes. <sighs> Niceest PN reference there. Yes. I've been saying come on man all day. So (laughs) it's just one more thing. Um, Uh But yes, like some of these studios and just just entertainment creators, you know, big time entertainment creation in general, I'm just, you're kind of all on my shit list right now. (laughs) So any reason, you give me any reason to be pissed off at you and I will take it. Uh huh. Um, you, you, you know. you, you're you're looking in the wrong spot for the pulse. Let's just put it that way. Mm. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, good. You know, I'm glad that, that the UK the UK audience get gets it and yes. they, and they know they're getting it and they know when and where and all that. And that that is fun. That is wonderful. Yes, you guys I'm happy enjoy. for them. Yes, I'm happy yes. for them, but then I, I want to partake too. <laughs> like I just I just want to participate. Yes. I was like, that's all. That's it. That's all. Mm-hmm. I, I want oh, to celebrate God. with you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to be part of this birthday party. I want to be invited to this one. Please. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. We'll just have to wait and see. I mean. Yeah. And they, they could make more announcements. Who knows? We'll, we'll yes. And when November hasn't come, started yet. <laughs> I know. When those but announcements still, come, we'll we post grumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Or at least put U.S. peeps, TBD. Yeah. yeah Something just, to that know? effect. Like, yes, you just, will be getting it. We just have to work out the. Yeah. We have to work out the details. If they would put yeah. something like that, I'd be perfectly fine knowing that, yes, if I wait patient enough, I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was happy camper. Less stress. Exactly. But whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I'm, I'm standing here with my time and my money willing to give it to you, but if you don't uh-huh. want it, I mean, that's fine. I can find someone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. naming names or methods. No. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah. So there's there's the, the plans for the 60th and if hopefully we're hopefully the rest of us are invited too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find out. Yeah. If you hear a whole bunch of loud screaming within the next couple of weeks, you know what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
right. So there's there's that. There's yep. all, all of that kvitching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then speaking of DJ Nick, uh, <laughs> in your gold standard feeds, uh, we've got uh, the latest Academy Award winning film with the 2015 film Spotlight, which I'm just gonna I'm just gonna warn you now between the most recent best picture winner and our patriot episode i have been on a soapbox <laughs> so soapbox slash russian judge <laughs> no not so not so much that it's more the subject matter gotcha it's not it's not necessarily the films itself mm-hmm. uh it's it's the subject matter because these are these are delicate subjects mm-hmm. um that that still but have relevance Academy- the so. Academy awarding message fix. No, and all oh. my my yeah. surprise. Well, let me show they you. do to a point. <laughs> so <laughs> the message, but not as long as the message isn't too on the nose, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In that head head meat hammer yeah it, it, it's like it reminds me of that meme of the girl with the tuba and the uh, you know the tuba's like covering up the other girl's face who's like pinned to the wall mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like there's your message mm-hmm. be prepared for some loud feedback mm-hmm. that too yeah all right so yeah so there we go yeah so there's uh, standards go listen to that yeah and then the patreon episode is also in the patreon feeds for those that want to listen to that which is the 2000 film traffic so we've got spotlight which is about the catholic church i'll let you finish that sentence Mm -hmm. um and then traffic which is about drugs so Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) it's been a lot of fun Mm -mm. Uh, the last few recordings so oh so there's that uh so feedback feedback from shalane which seems like she kind of went on a soapbox uh says hello ladies i was wondering where you girls were last week you didn't post anything about no show for last week like oh yes that's my fault i'm sorry it got away from me stuff yeah stuff stuff yeah yeah stuff um but anyway here's my history of ahsoka and the clone wars animated series was out 15 years ago i was i never was interested in it because it was like cartoon network or a different station i think it was cartoon network i used to watch cartoon network when i was younger but they don't have the shows i used to love in my childhood so yeah that's why i never watched it i was too busy with the other shows i love that were on disney channel and nickelodeon hey fair enough then after my senior high school, I went to ABC Family, which is now called Freeform, along with ABC because of Once Upon a Time and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I think Rebels was released around that time, too. Since then, since that, when I decided to become a totally nerd, total nerd, and went to Comic-Con for the first and back on loving Star Wars more because of the release of The Force Awakens. Anyway, tons of cosplay of Ahsoka at Comic-Con, and she even had a book about about her yeah 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 uh but i had trouble 
let's see. Trouble the best Star Wars characters and who are people's favorites. Everyone loves Yoda, Han Solo, and R2-D2. Same thing with those few characters. Everyone loves Thor and Captain America. Plus the same way in Harry Potter. Hardly the girls in pop culture don't get enough love. That is true. Because I see mm-hmm. young girls in middle-aged women dresses Hermione, Lay, and Black Widow. Until around the time when Carrie Fisher passed away, I did see some girls around my age with Princess Leia merch. And when I was getting ready for Infinity War, girls around my age explained how awesome Black Widow was. So now all girls in pop culture get love now. Yes. And mm-hmm. a lot of and a lot of that helps with Ashley Eckstein and the her yeah. universe and exactly. us actually having merch made for us. Yes. <laughs> so oh. although there is still some ips and characters that uh that her universe has not gotten around to yet but I'm like just waiting so mm-hmm. <laughs> please yes but yeah since since just being a female nerd has become more accepted it has definitely mm-hmm. helped yeah that's why we do what we do yes now back with star wars i was gonna watch clone wars after star wars rogue realm was released never loved that one way more but i went to watch stranger things and parks and rec i need to get back and watch parks and rec because i'm planning to be leslie nope for halloween one day oh that's awesome yes then star wars started to fall out of my life because of the last jedi and han solo movie and everyone was loving the mcu more until the mandalorian came out and star wars came back and then i decided to watch clone wars and rebels and bad batch i understand why ahsoka is the best i found the voice actress ashley Eckstein created her universe yep which I'm saving my money for because those outfits are awesome. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So, uh, when I met Ashley Eckstein, I was wearing her universe merchandise and she recognized it. Oh, so. cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So now Soka is my third favorite female Star Wars character after Rey and Bo-Katan. The list always changes, yeah. It's hard to decide who is mm-hmm. the best characters the same way I'm with musicals, but there's a reason they're popular. Yep. So anyway, I love Ahsoka series, and it was great seeing the Rebel characters go from animation to live action, kind of like Disney and their live action remakes. Better. Mm-hmm. Uh, my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back and rewatch Clone Wars and Rebels when I have time, because I was, I was going to do before Ahsoka series, but I didn't because I was too busy. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. But it's funny, 15 years ago, Star Wars The Clone Wars was released, and we got Ahsoka, the TV series. Also, have you thought about planning to talk about the animated series of Star Wars? Oh, I'm sure we will eventually. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it's in the list, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll happen eventually. So. That, that, that ever-growing TARDIS library size list. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the funny thing about all the strikes and everything, and there's yeah. we're just kind of like, look, if you made if you if Hollywood stopped making things tomorrow, um, there's like a backlog of awesome stuff to watch mm-hmm. and talk about. Yeah, exactly. You would you would never get done with in your whole lifetime. Like there, I've got some classic stuff on Tubi that I'm like, oh, I want to watch this, and mm-hmm. have I got around to it? No, because I'm watching. I'm watching YouTube uh, videos of little little kids playing with dolls because Lottie loves them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just saying, life happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so don't worry if this writer's strike does, actor strike happens to continue. Don't worry, we got plenty of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're we're covered. And then and that's not even that's without talking about books that we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and really that that's not even diving into some of our 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 go-tos for when we need a topic exactly yeah (laughs) we're we're covered we're We're, we're good we we, yeah it's just yeah it's just our problem is and this is you know the true of of most things is my to be read list or to be watch list to be podcasted about list Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah it's it's it just it just keeps growing it does not ever shrink no, mm-hmm. it does not stop. It does not get smaller. It gets and and we have to you know pick and choose what we want to do. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. It, let, let's put it this way: it's a good problem to have. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm not complaining. No. 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 Absolutely not. Yeah. It's this just... is a problem I don't mind having. Yes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so this last thing about Star Wars. I read that we're not sure if Patty Jenkins and Kevin Feige are still planning to do a Star Wars. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> let's consider that on the far back, back, back burner. Back burner. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me on the soapbox. Because I really want to talk about today's topic. So I'm, I'm yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One tangent is enough. It's, uh, yes. yes we've, we've already done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, Elaine, maybe over Thanksgiving we can discuss it. Yes. I got, I got words. I got words. And we're coming down for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And some strongly worded words, too, I can imagine. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she says one more thing I forgot to mention about Selena Gomez. She's named after the late Latin singer Selena. That makes sense. Yep. It's a shame what happened to. Yeah, that Selena, mm-hmm. the late Selena, not Selena yeah, Gomez. Yeah. Gomez. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Selena Gomez has had her own issues with the lupus yeah. and all that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, all right, that's from Shalane. Then we got some feedback from Aaron. His subject says, Hey, snips, uh, <laughs> says, Hello, wonderful five ish hosts. It was fascinating to listen to you all cover the recent series because I haven't watched Clone Wars or Rebels. I've seen the Clone Wars movie where it all began. In fact, I was one of the few who saw it in theaters. I have the series sitting on my TV rack, staring me in the face. But every time I start watching it, something comes up. And by the time I return to it, I forget what's going on. I can't tell you how many times I've watched the first couple of episodes. One of these days, I'm finally going to get through it. With that in mind, I actually quite enjoyed the series. I think it did a great job at presenting the story in a way where someone like me could pick up on the relevant information and follow along. Having listened to all your thoughts, it's nice to know that there's a lot more depth for those who know everything that has come before. I love the actors involved. Dawson is someone who rarely takes the lead in her projects, but she always delivers. So to see her take center stage here was fantastic. Winstead is someone who I've loved for years and I'm continually disappointed that she doesn't get more recognition in bigger roles. But like usual, she's amazing. Seeing as how I don't have any previous context for Sabine, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Borzillo's performance and found her captivating. Finally, there's Tenet. Do I really need to say anything? Not really. Not really. Nope. (laughs) We gotcha. We gotcha. We got it. We know. My only issue <laughs> is with the ending. There was quite a bit of buildup, and then it just sort of ended. The series tried along at a great pace, and there was a little lull, and it ended. No bounce back or anything. Perhaps it was better received by those who know the Clone Wars and Rebel series, but for me, it stumbled in those last 15 or so minutes. Yeah, I think so. I think you kind of mm-hmm. needed to know what, 
you had to have the context to understand what was happening and why it was so important. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, or even if you don't, and you weren't aware of the fact that we're getting like the th- supposed to again mm-hmm. air quotes supposed yeah. to get a Thrawn film, if not multiple <clears throat> Thrawn films. So if you didn't know that, then you would also be very confused. So. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to go in with at least a little bit of knowledge of what's going on in the in the greater Star Wars universe. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, as always, thank you for the wonderful entertainment and take care, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Yes, thank you. You will be happy to know, Aaron, that my hotel for Columbus is booked. (laughs) Sweet. So I will see you in December. Nice. There is that. So, all right, moving on to this week's main topic since it is Halloween week. Yes. As we're yes. recording this, Halloween is tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. over the years, we have done various Halloween related stuffs with the, with the uh different movies and and things out there uh you know it's hard hard to top mazes and monsters but uh anything can pretty much top mazes and monsters let's just put it this one oh come on (laughs) this one oh my gosh i tom hanks i love you but (laughs) you had a rough start man yeah 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 but uh yeah but yeah so we are we the, are the, yeah this is a musical film based on mm-hmm. a musical stage musical that was based on a non-musical movie from the early 60s which in itself has was inspired by several different books yes and short stories it, yes this is this is the the legendary Little shop, little shop, little shop of horrors, little shop of terrors. I love. Sorry, yes, love. we may be singing, and I don't care how much we get dinged. Mm-hmm. I don't care either. <laughs> I love, 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 love this movie, mm-hmm. and I, I, I will tell you, first time I did. Okay, I saw those stage play first at our little. Okay. Our little community theater. The play or the musical? The play. Okay, the play play. The musical play, yes. Okay. They put it, they put on a production of it of our little small town community dinner theater. We went and saw it. Well, my parents went and saw it first and they loved it. They wanted to take us kids because my, at at the time I had braces. This is relevant because my dad would be singing the dentist song. I'm like, where's the dentist? He's like, oh, and everything. And I'm like, okay, so, and it was, I can't remember if it was around Halloween or not. I feel like it was definitely in the fall that it was, that it was going on. And, and I, they just, you know, they, they, they had this humongous Audrey two prop that took up the whole stage when it got to that point. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, I, that's the main thing I remember that. And then, you know, we all like, all my my whole family we we saw it we all saw it eventually i don't think we all went at the same time i think my parents like took us in shifts <laughs> <I guess. laughs> so i'm like was i with my sister or not i don't remember 
and I, I and, and then we rented the VHS of, of the movie and I watched it and of course you know it's got Rick Moranis in it I love him because you know mm-hmm. Honey I Shrunk the Kids and, mm-hmm. yep. and all those other wonderful movies that he was in in the 80s and 90s and like and also the movie which I'm sure we'll get to had the happy ending mm-hmm. which you know all that, but I just I don't know why because usually I this is not normally something I would go for um I mean, it's not, obviously, it's not real gory, and it's not real, mm-hmm. but, you know, it has, originally, it has a downer ending, it's kind of, And what's you know, funny is of, the downer yeah. ending of the movie is a different downer ending than the musical. Right. Yeah. The stage so musical. The movie, they gotta do, they, they, yeah. they both stuff. have a downer ending, but it's a slightly yeah. different downer ending. But I don't know, I guess I just, I just love the humor i love i like there's all these actors in it that i am familiar with and i'm like and i the cheesiness of it and they just lean into it and mm-hmm. i mean I just, steve martin as the dentist just chewing it up i mean i know i'm getting, I'm like, I'm getting eddie vibes from him like mm-hmm. if they couldn't have gotten steve martin i could have easily seen meatloaf in the dentist role <laughs> mm-hmm. right? it was that yeah, there were a lot yeah. Yeah, I mean the the cast that we ended up getting mm-hmm. because, um, uh, because of uh, Ellen who who plays Ellen Human Green, Audrey, yeah. she's mm-hmm. the only carryover from the from the stage production. She yep. she's she's the the original stage version of Audrey, um, and then everyone else, uh, you know, was was plucked from from elsewhere. Yeah. um but it's you know because it's this is the you know late 80s you know 86, 86. and the a real the stage musical had only been around a few years mm-hmm. um but it had but done well yeah. enough off broadway that they were like yeah let's let's turn this and in, you know into a, a, movie. a movie and, and what yeah it's what actually, I mean, the version that I got from the library is, has just the happy ending. Oh, okay. Um, it does, it, have... it, it, yeah. I know there are newer versions that have both. Yeah, I um, have the Blu-ray and it has, yeah. you can choose the theatrical or the director's Yeah, set. it just um, has the theatrical happy ending. It's... Uh, it, I think it's supposed to have like it, like maybe not necessarily the ending itself, but like storyboards or pictures or something of uh-huh. the the alternate scary ending. But when I went to go play it, like the DVD like froze, so I don't know if that's oh, an issue with the work. DVD itself or what. It's not so, that you can't go online and and find it. Um, yeah. So years but, ago, years ago, I was like, because I I've loved this movie since I was you know probably like in middle school and um but you know there was several years i hadn't watched it and then i got it from the library one year when i was you know living with some roommates and i was like oh my gosh this is one of my favorite movies and it was halloween it's like i was going to show it to my my roommates and i showed it to them and they're like this is so dumb it's like this is so weird like you like this and i was like what do you you?" that's kind of the point though is it's like it's kind of a yeah a bit of an homage but also like a pastiche 
of like the 60s type musicals you know something like Grease or Bye Bye Birdie Mm -hmm. where it's like this really you know you know hip you know snappy like doo-wop type music Mm -hmm. like you've got you know these three these three uh women that are kind of the greek chorus because in the the stage version it's a there's a narrator um Mm. but it's very much uh, yes yeah but it's 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 yeah so it's like you know you've got you know you've got the introduction song you know the just the little shop of horse and then it goes into people singing about life on skid row and it's Mm -hmm. you know people sleeping on the street and not you know not having enough food and everything's gross and trashy and yeah Yeah. but it's such a upbeat song you know it's like i know i know because the tune is catchy like i'll I'll catch catch myself singing i'm like this song is depressing but i love singing it Mm -hmm. Uh, and what i love about this especially and, and you really see it in the in the skid row song is that you could like yes it, it really leans into the fact that this originally was a stage production and mm-hmm. it doesn't try to cover it up it doesn't try to be like all oh you know we're gonna make this is very obvious movie. that it's it was done on a, on a sound stage it's on a stand they stage, don't try it to make it look it. like new york <laughs> nope. you know it's obvious just, sets like... and matte paintings mm-hmm. but as long as the characters come across yeah the way they're supposed to you know seymour is supposed to be very sympathetic and kind of goofy and audrey Uh is supposed to be you know also a sympathetic character very sweet but very downtrodden and yes exactly and as long as the tough yeah as long as the audrey plant is done well really nothing else matters no right yeah it's the plant yeah Yeah. but it's like it's like you could see them i mean i'm gonna say this if this movie was remade today and i did see somewhere where like they were going to remake it some years ago but it got canceled i'm like oh thank goodness because if they Mm -hmm. tried to do that now without still on stage just go see it on stage well well, yeah it's on stage but they tried to redo the movie yes and just kind of the way they do i'm like no don't do not because you guys would you guys would like do the wink and the nod and there would be like this 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 tone of oh this is so dumb underneath it and you they'd probably do audrey too and all cgi and it'd be like this is dumb and and the the biggest the best part about audrey too is that it was an actual puppet and like they Mm -hmm. had and yes like like people from you know brian you know brian henson like holy crap frank oz is directing this for crying out Mm -hmm. loud like maybe the henson company isn't officially doing it but they might as well have been. There's a lot of them involved. I mean, the poor yeah. little girl that comes out of the dentist's office oh, yeah. with the cage that's, on her face. That's, that's one of Jim, that's Jim's daughter. Oh, yeah. wow. So it's like. Because yeah. <laughs> I was, you know, I'm, I was watching it again and I was like, and it had been a little while and I owned the Blu-ray, but I was like, okay, you know, did, did the Henson company officially do this? I'm like, no, no. but enough of them were working on it that, that it was because it, it is the, just their fingerprints were latently there let's yeah. just put mm-hmm. it that yes. way yes the, the 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 influence is definitely there um mm-hmm. but yes you're right if they as long as they get the audrey to plant right and, and the, they treat it like it is it, it, it is another character and they're not acting against a green screen or some like dummy thing that's going to be put in put in tennis there ball on a stick yeah tennis <laughs> ball on a stick 
It's like, and it's really Rick Moranis talking to this giant thing with with mm-hmm. uh, with Levi Stubbs's voice coming out of it, mm-hmm. just threatening him and all this stuff. And I just, it's so, it, it it's like, yeah, like you guys, they could have cut corners, and but they didn't. Even though it no. looks like it looks cheap, but it's but that's what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. It's one of those that. That it looks like it's supposed to, it, 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 that they put a lot of care and they took what they had and made something amazing. And those kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. As Dolly Parton likes it, to say, it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. Yes. It, it's <laughs> kind of like, well, it's not even that. It's like, it's why I like the original Star Wars so much. Is like, mm-hmm. to my in my head, I'm like, you did all this and you were like doing it with chicken wire and chewing it. And it mm-hmm. looks this good. It looks this yeah. amazing. And that that's why. I mean, the music is catchy as hell, and this, mm-hmm. and the characters are fun, and and it looks like they actually gave a crap. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that is like what I'm talking about is like these movies. This movie, like, yeah, maybe it's about you know it's about an alien plant trying to, you know, or, and a little bit of a cautionary tale too of you know don't, you know, you know, you know the things you want in life you don't justify doing you know terrible mm-hmm. things to to get them mm-hmm. because. You may you may doom the entire planet, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's also if, funny. If you're selfish and, and only think about yourself, you could hurt other people. Yeah, uh-huh. that, you know that. That's Although I I watched I watched somebody a, a review video on on YouTube and somebody uh, brought up a good point because you know it's like the real obvious is human Audrey is. Uh-huh in an abusive relationship with the yes. the you know crazy oh, dentist played by Ste- yeah played by steve yeah. martin so, which yeah he's not the reason that i have dental anxiety but he doesn't help even all these no. years later um, yes even watching uh, yeah, it rewatching it you know today i was like <laughs> uh flashbacks to every horrible yeah. dentist visit ever but yes. If you think about it, Seymour is also in an abusive relationship with Mushnik. Or, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, no, with, with Audrey Mush- too. Right. Well, yes. But it, because but Audrey, it all comes- too, Audrey too yeah. is pushing him around mm-hmm. and, you know, essentially threatening him, gaslighting him, you know, all the all the things yeah. that the dentist is doing to to Audrey, mm-hmm. Audrey too is doing to Seymour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and it starts because, you know, the floral shop is so, you know, th- there's nobody there. They don't have customers. And Seymour talks about that, uh, you know, Mr. Mushnick took him in as an orphan, but he doesn't really treat mm-hmm. him all that well. But, you know, it's like, he's like, oh, he gave me, he gave me a place to sleep and a, and floors to sleep. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, yeah, I gave you a job, but he also kind of doesn't treat you very well. So then finally, Seymour does something that actually helps the, it helps the, the, the business, helps the shop. And Mushnik is is happy, but he's also like, no, you you know, you make sure that plant is, survives, and you take care of it because, so so he feels like, oh my gosh, I've got to do this, I've got to take care of this plant, to the point that he's giving the plant his own blood. And right. he's getting very very. His entire self worth is tied up into this plant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because because this is the first time that his father figure actually gave a crap about him. Mm-hmm. right because uh, uh, you have this, this strange and unusual plant that is bringing the floral shop money mm-hmm. 
Which makes me wonder, like, what if Seymour had taken Mushnik up on the on the offer, like, here, tell me how to take care of the plant, and I'll, you know, and you you go run away, and we won't get the cops mm-hmm. involved, mm-hmm. and all this. And I'm kind of like, well, you feed it, uh, people. minerals, people, yeah. feed it, people, yeah, feed it. It wants blood. Yeah, I, I'm surprised um, Audrey too. And actual people, not not soylent green. You can't feed Audrey oh, yeah. too soylent green. Right. Green. And it I'm surprised that Audrey too hasn't hadn't uh, threatened Mushnik for the way he was treating Seymour. That's true. Mm. Although although you can't, I can't really hate Mushnik because he does try to get Audrey like, hey, look that that boyfriend of yours is no good. He's no good. Right. Yeah. And, it's like this. I'm is, starting this is, to think he's not a very nice guy. <laughs> like yeah. she came in with a black eye. You think? Think? Yeah. You're starting to think he's not a very nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, it's no wonder Mushnik's shop was not doing very well. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. that's, you know, just that's just all this skid row. It's just this is what it yeah. is. But then like people come by like, oh. You know, here's something interesting. So I'm gonna come out here and go out of my way to buy flowers and stuff. But yeah, yeah. but it's just I don't know. It's like it's like all of these people, or you know, there's there's all these characters like 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 uh, Orange Trevello. We really should not like him. We he is he is bad news. He is terrible. And yes, he looks like plant food to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. At the same time, he's hilarious. He mm-hmm. is. And maybe it's the way Steve Martin plays him. Although when I see when I saw the the play the stage play, um, you know the guy who was playing him back then is like, okay, yeah, you are you are hamming it up and you're having a good time too. So that's just the way the character is. But he is just he is a scum of the earth, and you are and you you feel justified and like yes, Seymour, go kill that that sob, feed mm-hmm. him to to your plant. Yep. Because he, he not only I mean he's treating Audrey abysmally, he also mm-hmm. treats his patients terrible. It's like you kind of think, how do you still have a license to practice dentistry, man? Because yeah. his dentistry, I mean, obvious, yeah, yeah. Ob- but, 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 I mean, his, his malpractice insurance must be through the roof, or does he even uh, yeah. have malpractice I mean, insurance? I, I yeah. imagine oh. most people are probably too terrified to sue. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're not we're not trying we're not trying to apply logic to this story here, but at the same True. time, it's like it's you, a man eating plant from outer space. Logic went yes. right out the window. The window. But yeah, yeah. There, there, you you just just sit back and enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. But he's so fun to watch. Even uh-huh. I, I hate saying this, even when he's torturing people, because mm-hmm. and it's the song. It's like he loves his mama. It's the whole sort of pseudo Elvis. Things yes. that he's got mm-hmm. going, and of yeah. course Steve Martin is playing him, and, it, and it's like, yes, I hate your guts, and I know you're gonna get your actually strike audrey after he forced her to walk after him when she fell off the motorcycle he didn't stop right. and let her get back on he makes her walk in her her tight dress and high heels uh uh-huh. what was funny is where they were filming uh in the sound stage next door they were filming aliens 
you know, so the sequel to, to Alien, which was funny because Rick Moranis would sometimes have lunch with Sigourney Weaver because, you know, they were both in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, oh. But it's like, you know, we're watching poor Audrey get beat up by, you know, this this crazy boyfriend of hers. It's like, you just could have Sigourney Weaver come busting through the wall in the mech suit going, lay your hands off her, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sit up Seymour too in the corner of the trap. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah there's a rare one that Seymour could strap on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That that's hilarious. Yeah, that is funny. Um, um but uh, yeah, it's just it's I mean it's like there there are not a lot of characters in this in this movie that well, okay. I got. I, what am I trying to say? There are a lot of characters in this movie that are not are not likable, or they're not mm -hmm. good people, but they are. I will say they are enjoyable characters. They are fun to watch. It's a fun movie to see, and and the ones who do get off, I mean, the, like Scrivello, yeah, he had it coming. Mm -hmm. um, even Mushnik, I don't know. I I always feel weird about his death scene. Um, just because I, in this yeah, version, think, yeah, it makes kind of it a, a bit more justifiable because yeah. he immediately is all like, you know, pulling a gun on on Seymour uh -huh. in the, at the same time, stage version. Yeah, he kind of he's more blackmailing Seymour and yeah. ends up ends up killing. Or, or using Audrey to to kill a robber when the the uh, flower shop gets robbed, mm -hmm. uh, he convinces the robber that all of the money is inside Audrey. <laughs> In ingenious, ingenious. Yeah. See, that, so, that, that really is a good, you know, that's a good security system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, but it they also in this in the film seymour is also way more sympathetic because in the 1960 film that's just you know a, a straight movie he does like he he ends up killing like just random people on the street yeah yeah it's more a little more, a bit more sweeney todd yeah in mm -hmm. in that way but yeah this one you know, it's it, he's it's this you know sweet little nerdy guy who's mm -hmm. pining after the girl that he thinks he, he's not good enough for, but she's yeah she's got her own self esteem issues, but mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, like I, yeah, I read that about the the nineteen sixties version. I'm like, yeah, it, it's that classic. I mean, it's a, it's a classic horror trope. Is like you don't like any of the characters and you're, you're looking forward to them getting, getting killed off in, in terrible, horrible ways. But this one is not, not, not so much mm -hmm. for, for all of them. Some of them. Yes. But I mean, yeah. In Steve Martin's Kate, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He deserved it. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. But, and then, well, let's see. Should we, should we, should we start talking about the, the, the two endings? Or is there more we want to talk about the rest of the thing? Yeah, I mean, because it, I mean, yeah. it's, otherwise it's it's fair. I mean, it's fairly straightforward. Is you know this, yeah. he, you know, Seymour finds himself in this outrageous circumstance where suddenly people are paying attention to him in a positive, seemingly positive yeah. way, 
you know, I mean, he, he gets, gets his own. He, he ends up on TV and yeah. on on the radio, which you got a nice little cameo from John Candy there. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. uh, playing one of you know, it's one of those crazy DJs that does all the sound effects and stuff. Um, you know, he it gets... helps that it's the it's the weird what is it you know the the weird world of stuff. I can't yeah what yeah the radio show was, but yeah, yeah. it's weird. Um, yeah um uh, you know with this underlying love story between audrey and seymour and you know how they just want a better life than what they've mm-hmm. got now and you know you've got the uh the the song somewhere that's green where yeah. audrey Which... is dream dreaming about things that we just kind of take for granted yeah uh, 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 yeah I'll, let me let me go back to that, this a toaster was... and, a, and a garbage disposal you know uh-huh <laughs> because she has like you know you look at skid row you kind of get to see her apartment a little bit and it's mm-hmm. like it you, you know things that I mean, there's a lot of people nowadays who are like, oh, suburbia, like, how dare you? Like, you shouldn't want that. That's just gross. But she's like, no, I live in the middle of the city and it's this really crappy place and it sucks and it's dirty. And I have to take, you know, it, it, it's implied that she probably, you know, worked at a strip club of some kind at, at mm-hmm. one point. Um, and she's like, look, I just want a normal life. I want a family. I want a nice house, a yard you know the 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 nuclear family 2.5 kids maybe a dog put mm-hmm. plastic on the furniture you know better homes and gardens magazine and it's just it's just a peaceful life she doesn't want mm-hmm. you know to run a company she doesn't want to be a girl boss she doesn't want to she just wants a normal life with the man that she loves and it's like mm-hmm. it's so sweet because it's coming from audrey and, and she absolutely deserves better than what she's got. And if yes. that's what she wants, then, you know, let her have it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, it's, it's one of my, it's, I'll, I'll say it. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Like, I, I mm-hmm. love this movie. And I love just how she's like, you know, this is, you know, just how, how earnest she is in her, in her, you know, her I want song and, Mm-hmm. You know that that this movie you know was written by by Howard Ashman and Alan Menken, or you know the you know the music and all that was done mm-hmm. by them. So like it's very very aerial, I think. Yeah, uh-huh. there's a lot of there's a lot of videos there's out there that compare that. the the music and how they sound familiar, yeah, similar to each yeah. other. And it's like, well, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that that Alan Menken can rip off himself uh, oh, yeah. uh, without I'm, any I'm issue. Sure so. That is totally yeah. allowed. That is totally yeah. fine. It's because of really we have this musical and this movie mm-hmm. in a weird roundabout way to thank for the Disney Renaissance because yep. it was one of the producers that was friends with. Um, crap what's his face um the the yeah, the guy that went off the that ended up leaving uh after the disney because he was too controlling oh uh, oh katzenberg katzenberg yeah, or, yeah one jeffrey of the producers katzenberg. of the movie was friends with jeffrey katzenberg and he introduced him to howard ashman ah so oh. it's well, because of that connection 
that Disney was introduced to Howard and Alan and um, they came, you know, they did like, like one offs, like eight, they did like one of the song or like Howard did like one of the songs at Oliver and company, mm-hmm. but it snowballed from there. And the next thing you know, they're doing the little mermaid and Ariel's got hurt, you know, Every Disney princess since then has had her, well, I mean, most of the Disney princesses since the beginning have had an I Want song, because an I Want song is very common in musicals to begin with, Mm -hmm. but, you know, part of that world, very much reminiscent of somewhere that's green, and then they go on to do Beauty and the Beast, which gets nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards, which was unheard of, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then uh, Aladdin, and then unfortunately Howard ends up passing away um, yeah uh but you know al Menken is still doing work with the disney company even now yeah. uh so we, yeah. we need to give alan Menken his his due one of these days absolutely uh um but, but yeah, yeah in so, a weird so that, round roundabout way we have little shop of horrors to thank for the disney renaissance yeah, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so so i would i would say audrey is is Kind of an honorary Disney princess. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. Because yeah, but yeah. So that that song is so sweet, and it's it's such a contrast from where they are right now, where all the things that are going on, and it's kind of a kind of so. It's funny that there is such a such a sweet song like that in the middle of this story about an alien plant trying to eat mm-hmm. everybody. Um, but yeah, so that's. So that's really cool. That's I love that scene, and I don't know. People might dog on it because ew, how dare she just want to be a housewife with a with a family and stuff? Like no, that's like let her have that. That's very mm-hmm. it's it's very endearing. Mm-hmm. And, and and yeah, so that's so yeah, that's Audrey. She deserves so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and in one version, she does get it. And she, yes, that is true. <laughs> One version she does. In the, which, in the stage musical. Uh-huh. I that uh, was one thing in the stage musical that I was like, she, Well, in the dies? stage musical, Audrey survives, right? No, not the one I saw. Okay, well, I think in earlier versions she she survives. Yeah, because I remember it and it's I, I remember that she sings that last little bit of the, that reprise of somewhere that's green and then Seymour puts her body in the, you know, in, in the stage play I saw, put, yeah. she puts her body into the plant and it gets, she, and gets eaten. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. So that part, I was like. Oh yeah, what? no, Audrey does get eaten. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. But what it is, is Seymour, Audrey, Mushnick, and Orid all of it, you know, all eventually get eaten. And there, uh, the guy from the company, the World Botanical Enterprises, because they've all been eaten and are now gone, they are like, "Oh, we could take the cuttings from the plant." But in the pro- well, in the yeah. process, the buds open up around the giant Audrey plant, and in the buds, it has the faces of the characters that have been eaten, and they. Yes. War, they sing a song warning about don't don't feed the plants and that's how yeah, the that's, the stage version ends yes that, that that's how the stage version ends and that would have been cool and also a little creepy to do in the movie like, I, yes. don't, I don't so so let me talk about the movie for the movie's ending for a second so mm. 
when I, I saw the stage production, then we rented the VHS of the movie, which had the theatrical version, the ending, and, like, all of a sudden, like, Audrey get, gets caught in the plant, Seymour rescues her, and all of a sudden she's going to be fine, which I thought mm-hmm. was weird. But then, you know, and, and and then Seymour goes in, there's a scuffle, there's Mean Green Monster, green, Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. So, you know, they sing that. Which was and written for the film. That was not, that's not film, from the stage version. Yeah, that which is how it could get nominated for the best picture or best um best song. Original Oscar. song, yeah. Or best original song, yes. Yeah. So and then Seymour electrocutes the planet, blows up, and then there then the next thing you know is a scene of Seymour and Audrey having just gotten married, running into that sweet little house from somewhere that's green, and the 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 doo-wop girls walk by, but then in the garden there's the little tiny um, Audrey two plant, and you're like, ooh, what's gonna happen next? Well, this is, I will say this, this is the first time, because I had seen the ending, the, the, the downer ending before, where, mm-hmm. you know, rocks fall, everyone dies. But I had seen it, it was like the black and white version on YouTube, and it wasn't very good, and mm-hmm. could, you know, all that stuff. But this time, this was the first time I had watched a director's cut from beginning to end, and where I got that ending as part of the whole movie. And I was like, honestly, and I hate downer endings. I hate endings where everybody dies and nobody ends up happy. I hate that. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons I like romance novels so much is because you have to have a happy ending. You, like, you cannot have an ending where people, where the main characters do not end up where they want to be. Mm-hmm. But I liked, I really liked the way that this ending is paced how it fits in with the rest of the story. I mean, that, that bit, um, I read somewhere that, you know, if, if, if the director's cut had been the theatrical release, Ellen Green would probably have been nominated for an Oscar just Mm -hmm. for her death scene. And that whole bit where Seymour is like walking into the, the, the shop with her dead, with her body and he puts her into the plant and it's this very moving scene and her and her hand is there and he's like and he's just so it just it's so emotional and it's so touching and it's almost just like uh but I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so weird for me to say because it was so well done. And then there's the ending where the the the, the Greek chorus comes out and it's like, you know, this is you know what you've just witnessed, this is what's happening, this is the rest of it what's happened, and then it's this big monster movie with all the Audrey 2 plants coming to, to grab people and eat them. And mm-hmm. apparently they, it, you know, it comes all war of the worlds. <laughs> yeah. War of the mm-hmm. worlds. And it's, it, and it's a very appropriate ending for the kind of movie this is, that it's sort of that B monster movie mm-hmm. sort of thing. And there's, you know, the military's coming out to try to get things. And the one has climbed to the top of the statue of Liberty. And I'm just like, and they just go over the top ridiculous because mm-hmm. why would and maybe it's because it's Halloween and I'm in that mood and I don't really watch a lot of gory slasher R-rated horror flicks because I just don't, I just can't do it. But this kind of just put me in that mindset of this is a really good Halloween movie and I love it. So, so maybe. I, I think it, I, I think. I can, yeah. Yeah. I think I, people I think I accepting I, the ending that ending uh-huh. now is also a sign of just how tastes have changed that could be that could be because when I, they I do like the happy ending 
one yeah. too. So maybe it's just a matter of what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, because they got they did they did they did a, a, a test screening mm-hmm. with the 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 Audrey's taking over the world uh ending and mm-hmm. uh you what uh i read that you want at least i'm assuming this is out of 100 you want at least a 55 so slightly over passing i guess Uh for most films they got a 15 so then they did another screening in another city and it still was panned so then Ooh. they were like, oh, shit, well, we need to change the ending. So they gave it the, the happy, they live happily ever after ending with the ambiguous, like, oh, well, no, there's still a, an Audrey mm-hmm. seedling out there that if it can get food, could become a problem. So people need to watch their dogs when they're walking them down yeah, the street. I was like, it, it might, it, I mean, it never, it, it you know, because... I wonder, because because Seymour did offer like I'll go you know go down to the butcher and get you some sirloin, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but Audrey's like no, it has to be human or, or whatever, mm-hmm. so it has to be fresh. Um, it's like I think oh, it's more it has to be fresh and bloody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, but still, okay, go down to the butcher shop and you know, did they just did they did they just kill a pig? There you go. Mm-hmm. You can take its head, feed it to yeah. your plant. Yes. So um, it's like, yeah, yeah. So, like, watch out for your cat. Yeah. But when they, um, in the 90s, when DVD releases were, you know, finally a thing, they released the initial DVD release had the black and white, no sound effects, no score. Mm-hmm. You know, very, very, you know, essentially just a mock up. Pretty much. Of like, the, I think that was the one of, I. Yeah, thought. of the the world is going to be destroyed ending. But the DVD, like the DVD company or manufacturer, or whatever, didn't actually have permission to put that on there. So Oops. they had to recall the DVD. So if anyone went out and bought that one and has it, you got yourselves a collector's item um so yeah they pulled those from the shelves released the version that's probably similar to the version i got from my library and then in like 2012 or something frank oz gave his blessing for them to release it with like the version that you have chrissy with the yeah better looking mm-hmm. you know it's got non, non-fairy got tale color. ending yeah, yeah. it's yeah, ending yeah. so and i do i do like they included both versions because yeah i like i said i i liked the 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 bad ending fits a lot better with the movie just in terms of pacing and storytelling and, and whatnot mm-hmm. the the good ending seems a little rushed and you can tell it was done in, in pickups or, or you know, reshoots or whatever but i but it but it has its charms too so it's like i like that i can go between back and forth between like oh you know which one do i want the horror terrible at rock fall everyone dies version or do i want to see audrey and seymour get their their happy end? so you mm-hmm. know it just kind of depends and i remember reading something that frank oz said about having to to redo the ending is that you know an ending like that where everybody dies works on the stage because everybody comes out 
after the play is over for their final bows and the applause and everything. So even though you've just sat through a story where all these characters have died in the play, they still come out at the end and you see them, they're going to be okay. Like I remember when I saw the stage play, they come out and everyone who got eaten is kind of in a wrecked, ripped up version of their costume. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, but they're fine. They, they were, they were totally fine. You clap, you, you know, you yell, you scream, you're, you're happy for them. They did a good job. And, and it's great. In a movie, you don't really do that. They just roll credits and you don't see them. And and, may, and he was like, well, maybe that's part of the reason why that people didn't like that because you spend all this time getting to know these characters and you're mm-hmm. actually a little sympathetic, especially to Seymour and Audrey to a point, and you don't want to see him die. And, and you know, it's... Because like I said, in, in most horror movies, the main characters are pretty unlikable and you're out and you're you're cheering for the monster to get it mm-hmm. you can't wait mm-hmm. to see them get get you know bite it but in this movie other than I, I mean you're you're okay with with Orin getting getting off you're kind of okay with Mushnik but Audrey is a bridge too far and even right. Seymour even though you can argue that he kind of brought it on himself at the same right. time, you also see why, and you and you understand his his point of view and and all these things, and so it's so so those two at least you're kind of like no, you don't do that, but I don't know. It's either way it works, but I just kind of think one ending works better than the other. Mm-hmm. But I still like it. So but that's a, that's a neat. I I freely admit that. Yeah, <laughs> somebody no, else no, might it, have it, it makes sense. Have a different opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I I totally agree. Yes. Um, so, but you know, I wasn't it. I you know I haven't seen this the the stage version yet. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, because like the the every ver you know every version every time. You know the few the handful of times that I've seen it, it's always been with the happy ending. So it's like I don't mm-hmm. really know any different. So yeah. when you don't know any different, you're like, ah, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh look, it's a musical with a you know happy ending. They live happily. Yeah. You know, they live yeah. happily ever but, after. Yeah, maybe I mean, da, da, da. <laughs> there and there are. I'm trying to think if I've seen. I mean, you just you just kind of have to pay attention to you know your local theater companies. Mm-hmm. you know or even even like if you know local high school even if they were to do it just to just to see it um but it, it is definitely worth seeing in person um just for the experience of it i guess and like i said it's 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 not a broadway musical it's an off-broadway musical but yeah. it's still worth if you can see it, it if yeah. you can see it in person see yeah. the, the stage I mean, production it I, I recommend it did well when it it, it did run i mean it did it did it was off broadway when it originally opened in 82 it did london london's west end the year after it was on broadway proper in 2003 it toured in 2004 there was a west end revival in 2007 a uk tour in 2009 and an off broadway revival in 2019 um so um 
you know, and it's it's had its interesting, you know, if you look at the the casts, uh, you know, initial cast for each of those runs. Um, you know, you see, especially the newer runs, you know, starting in the early aughts, you see some familiar faces that you'd recognize if you're into the musicals, you know, uh, Jonathan Groff, Anthony Rapp, you know, uh, names like that. Um, so, uh, you know, Sheridan Smith at one point, Joey Fatone played Seymour. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, uh, I I would have liked to have seen that because I cannot picture it. But yeah. sure. Constance I'll Wu think. played Audrey at one point. <laughs> so okay. uh here's here's one that may throw you for for a loop. Uh in the the U, the UK tour in 2009, Mr. Mushnick, Sylvester McCoy. Huh. I almost see it. Yeah, I can. I can see it. Yeah, it so. it was it was not the first name that came to my head, but I can. But now that you've said it, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and actually, off Broadway, it is still running. Wow. So, uh, since the revive, I mean, obviously, it got suspended because of the during the pandemic, and it reopened mm-hmm. in twenty twenty one um but yeah as as of uh september 26th so a little over a month ago corbin blue and constant Wu are uh are seymour and and audrey at the moment so huh. yeah and then they've had uh people like um amber riley who's on glee as the voice of of audrey too so yeah, it's been uh so yeah, you know, if you can get to get to, to New York to, to off Broadway at the uh West Side Theater. Um go check it out if you can you can yes. go you can go see it. So but uh yeah, I mean when it was it won the Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Musical for the the original off-Broadway production. It won the New York Drama Critics Circle Award for Best Musical. So I'm ass- I'm assuming if you're off-Broadway, you, you're not eligible for Tony. <laughs> so probably not. Yeah. So um the revival though, it did get nominated for Best Performance by a leading actor in a musical. Didn't win, but so yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, for this kind of quirky, <laughs> you know, musical about a man-eating plant from outer yep. space, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it it's is done pretty, pretty eclipse of the sun. <laughs> yeah, been, uh, it's done pretty well for itself. So absolutely, and. And if you've never yeah. seen it before, do yourself a favor and pop it on. I don't think yeah. you'll be disappointed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we kind of spoiled it all, but it's kind of pick pick your ending. It's okay. Yep. Um. Yeah. But yeah. It's 
it's one of my you're, Halloween you're, you're, mainstays. Yeah. You're sure. you're watching it like, even if you know how it ends. Like I know how it ends. Yeah. I know how it ended. Right. But yeah, I mean you're watching it for the performances. Yeah. And the music. <laughs> yeah, and the music. And the, and the music. Uh, so it's like you, you know, just watching and- Steve Martin just absolutely just Yes. Chew oh, the, the scenery. You know, scenery, yes. And then, and then Bill Murray comes in to almost one up as yes. the, yes. the, the, the patient that loves pain. Yes. yes. Which is <laughs> like Which takes all ridiculous. the fun out of it for Orin. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so like, okay, like, am I watching am I still watching Little Shop of Horrors or am I watching an SNL skit? <laughs> yeah. The answer is yes. Well, and what's funny oh. is the mo- from the the moment that Bill Murray walks into the exam room, that is all ad libbed on Bill Murray's part. Yes, why? And then was, Steve Martin just had to roll with it. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't know what he was going to say. Everybody who interacted with him just kind of w- was so confused as to what he was yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like that part, it is like. If you ever want to look up the definition of a big lipped alligator moment, look it up, kids. Um, that's this it. be it. <laughs> this, this be it. This is this yeah. is the, it's it's that it's that scene. Yeah, so, so that's yeah, it. It's just so random. Oh, it's yeah. so Murray random. just took it's one like... look at the script, shrugged his shoulders, tossed it in. Like, no, there there was nothing was... written. There was oh, nothing there written for anything. that, other than other oh, than they wanted geez. to make sure that he screamed at some point. There yeah. was no, there was no dialogue oh. written for him for yeah. the, the bit out in the waiting room. Yes, <laughs> but once yes. he gets in the chair, they just there was no script He's for just, him to follow. They just let him do it because they knew it was Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. he just went, and, uh, and it has no bearing on the story. He doesn't nope. really interact with any of the the the, the main main characters. He's Mm-mm. just there as. Hey, you know this dentist likes causing people pain. Well, what happens when a patient who comes in who actually likes having pain and is like, you know, that you know, gets in the dentist chair for fun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a yeah. little unsettling, but it's also yes. hilarious. Yes, yeah. like that would never be me. No, true. No, this is the anti-Rachel. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, he's so, like, yeah, so I have... go to this. Yeah, it's like I go to the dentist on you know this one dentist on Sundays. I'm like, <laughs> it's 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 just great. Get it, a it, different hobby. <laughs> yeah, and and weirdly enough, it still fits with this with the with the with the movie. Just even though it has really has nothing to do with with the main. Plot, the the character just... appears. The, the character appears in the 1960 version, played by yeah. a very young. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yes. Which apparently those those dentist tools that uh the, the are, are in, in the, the Tim Burton Batman used on Jack Nicholson. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So there's your there's your your you know movie section or something. Yep. So yeah, those props those props we've gotten around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think they've been in a couple other horror movies, but uh, yeah, the Batman uh, 89 Batman. Definitely. Yep. There. So, so, so yeah. Bit so of just, trivia you can put in your pocket. Like, how do you connect yeah. Little Shop of Horrors to Tim Burton's Batman? Yeah. That. 
With dental so, yeah. equipment, so, apparently. Dental yeah. equipment. So yeah, so check out check out the movie, The Little Shop of Horrors. Um, I would I would if you can get your hands on the Blu-ray, I would recommend it because like uh, it's got both versions of the movie. Plus, it has a lot of really good special features, like interviews with Frank Oz. And, oh no, Frank Oz's commentary on the movie. Oh, nice. Is really good. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of really cool stuff on it. So if you can get the Blu-ray, do it. Um, but even if uh, it, like like late Rachel said, her library only has the one theatrical. It's still pretty good. Also. You know, I mean, if you can get to see the off-Broadway production in New York, that would be awesome. But also support your local theaters, your your, mm-hmm. your state mm-hmm. theaters, because I mean, and those, you know, where depending on where you are, those can range from professional to you know your local community people who just do it on a volunteer basis, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, and or even high schools yeah, or high schools. Yeah. Like, I mean. I mean, high schools, it's usually the parents who show up to those things, but, you know, just even if you don't have a kid in there, go, go, go support them anyway, because yes. they do, they do some pretty cool stuff. So I'm, I'm just saying. I've done that. I've found of, a local, I've got, I've got yeah. a local mm-hmm. productions that are, you know, children, but it's a show yeah. I wanted to see. That's how I've seen, I saw the Adams Family musical. Oh, uh, there you go. Like last year, the year before that, because the local high school—that's what they were doing. Yeah, I think that's the high so. school near my library is doing Adam's Family next month. Yeah, which I'm like, why don't you do it in October? That's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, so just keep an eye on on whatever local stage theater companies are are close to you, and mm-hmm. just go see if one of them's doing it. Or you know, I mean, you you kind of have to watch for it but it's it's worth seeing on stage no matter what the uh, who's doing it mm-hmm. i think but um but yeah and it's like i said it's one of my it's it's one of those that i rotate in every halloween or, or so and, and it's it's just fun if you're not into the the super graphic gory halloween stuff but just but you don't want any you don't like you, you want something that's kind of in the middle of very much not scary and you know give you nightmares mm-hmm. for days this is a good this is a good happy medium I think. Mm-hmm. the the audrey 2 puppet is so good that it's like oh, it's, it's creepy yeah yeah it, it is you'll, you'll get you'll get the heebie-jeebies just because it's yeah. done so well yeah and, <laughs> so. and again it, and again it wasn't the jim henson company officially doing it but with nope. as many as many henson people that were there it might as well have been mm-hmm. yep the, the influence is definitely there. so anyway mm-hmm. so yes high marks great halloween flick or you know just a fun movie in general if, if, you're, mm-hmm. if you want to scratch that that, that horror movie itch yes or if you like good musicals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway so yeah so we recommend it go check it out if you can um and if you do check it out, or if you have seen it, or you know, whatever, you've seen the movie or a stage production of it, let us know your thoughts, your opinion of, of this cult classic by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in feedback form, if you would send us feedback, we'll read it out on the podcast. And our email address for that is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, which is thefiveishfangirls.com. That has links to our uh, social media. It also has our show notes. 
So you can um, check out links there as well. Some things we mentioned on here that maybe we couldn't really go into too much detail. You'll get more stuff there. You can also find links to our uh, iTunes or you know wherever wherever you can download the podcast, leave us a review, and our YouTube channel and things like that. Um, and also, mm-hmm. if you want to support us, we have a Patreon and a merch shop, which again are linked to on our website. So just go to our website. That's got all the goodies there. And mm-hmm. thank you all, but truly, sincerely, from we, we're so grateful for your support, for all of uh, your your feedback, your comments, your interactions, listening to us. It's awesome. We love you for it, and we're so mm-hmm. glad that you're all out there um, enjoying what we do. So, again, thank you, and uh, mm-hmm. we definitely wish you happy Halloween. So be safe. Mm-hmm. Ever, however you're celebrating or even if you're just staying in in and with the doors locked and the lights off however you're doing it just have a good yeah we're going out for a night of frolic yes mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so with that we shall sign off for this week this is Chrissy saying, feed me, be more, from Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening and sticking away from down on Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Wait for me, Audrey. This is between me and the vegetable. For listening to the Five Ish Fangirls. Please visit thefiveishfangirls.com for details on how to further support the show, along with information on our nonprofit, Fangirls Give Back. We love our Five Ish fam and appreciate all of your feedback, shares, and encouragement. Remember to keep letting your geek flag fly.